0: Okay, you guys, did you all binge the latest season of Love is Blind in One Sitting, which is way quicker than I did because I suck at binging, but I still love reality TV. Do you have a game plan for how you would win the circle? And do you love and fear Christine Quinn from Selling Sunset? I have the show for you, you guys. There's a new show. It's called We Have the Receipts. It's a new reality TV recap podcast from Netflix and cast media that gives you an all access pass to all things unscripted TV. It's hosted by Love is Blind alum Lauren Speed Hamilton. We love her. Ship Lauren and Cameron and Chris Burns, co-host of The Bachelor. Love Chris Burns. You might know him as Fat Carrie Bradshaw on Instagram. So they're both the hoes. It's going to be amazing. See TV is taken to the next level through prompts, games, segments, and immersive audience engagement. Every week, Lauren and Chris binge the juiciest reality shows on Netflix and invite the most trending, entertaining cast members from each show to recap their experiences and spill the tea. So check out We Have the Receipts, a weekly reality bin show made for you. New episodes drop every Tuesday. Follow, rate, and review. We have the receipts on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcast. You could also watch the show exclusively on Tu Doom. That's T U Doom, the official companion site to Netflix. That's Netflix.com slash T-U-D-U-M. Do you want to start a company but have no idea where to begin? Or do you have dreams of becoming an influencer? Well, the Life with Mariana podcast is here to help. I'm Mariana Hewitt, a Los Angeles based influencer and co founder of the Clean Skincare Line, Summer Fridays. Each Tuesday, I'm talking to my friends from business owners, wellness experts, and more to share all of their best advice for you to live your best life. Make sure to tune in and subscribe to my podcast and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what's coming up each week so you don't miss an episode. Hello, 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 hello. I have been waiting to record this episode for you guys because I know, you know, it takes one to know. And I know that while all this is going on, you guys just want to know, wait a minute, what the fuck? We need the deets. We need the background. We need what you were feeling, what you were thinking from this crazy with a K. Oh, it's so annoying. Once you get in in the Kardashian, on the Kardashian roll, you just want to put a K in front of everything. And then you realize that it's like annoying to do that because you could literally do it with anything. But anyway, so I was always thinking like, you guys, don't worry, I'm going to record a podcast and I'm going to like give you the deets. And so you can feel like you were there with me because I want you to feel like you were there with me because, you know, this is, we did it, you know, like we did it, we did it. And I'll start by saying that your support has been literally just so huge for me. It makes me cry. It makes me tear up. It makes me feel hashtag blessed because I feel like I don't deserve it almost, you know, to have strangers that I've never met be so supportive of me. You know, we're like virtual best friends. You're there for so much of my life. And I literally feel like I want to tell you guys more than even, you know, my best friends. And it's just a crazy feeling. And and it's also just feels so good because when you're doing something that you love, it's almost like you're not looking for constant like reinforcements and for people to be like, wow, we're so happy. For you. We're so proud of you because it just feels so good and so right to be doing something that you've always fucking wanted to do. But then receiving those supportive messages and, you know, so many comments and 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 telling me that you're proud of me and, you know, that we some of you followed me since I was at my very beginning and, and know how this was it was almost an unspeakable dream because sometimes we're afraid to speak our dreams and they sound too crazy and they sound too wild and they sound too far fetched and they sound like. You can never do it. And I just want to say, first of all, something about manifesting, because, you know, it was a word that we use a lot lately. And it was also a word that was used a lot in my experience with interviewing Kim and getting to interview the whole family on the red carpet and everything. It's like, oh, we manifested this, we manifested this. And one of you actually wrote me a message saying, Listen, I know everyone means well when they're saying, you know, that you manifested this, but it's kind of taking away from, you know, the work you did to get here. And I just wanted to say to that is like what I think manifesting is, is not some like, you know, hoojoo, bouju like a spiritual thing that you're just putting in the universe and then it happens. No, I, and maybe it's the wrong interpretation, but my interpretation of manifesting is wanting something so bad, believing that you can do it constantly trying to get there in every which way, working towards it, believing in yourself that you could do it and constantly putting it out there in the universe, in your mind, in conversations, in the work that you do, you know, in that kind of way. So I don't believe that manifesting takes away from, you know, somebody's uh, work because I think that manifesting goes hand in hand with that. I think that. when you're manifesting, you're working towards it. Do you know what I mean? And I think that I've been putting these feelers out to the universe since I was a kid. You know, I'm getting messages from so many people that knew me. And they were like, you've always wanted this. Like, you've always wanted this. And like, I know that, but it's crazy to hear that from people that, you know, knew me my whole life. And And that's why it feels so right. At the same time, it's like, you can't look at it like, how's this happening to little me? No, you have to be like, it's happening because I made it happen. You know, and it's not like, oh, you're so lucky. Like, of course, I think in everything, there is some sort of percentage of luck. Right. But I do think that the larger percentage is, is working towards your goals and your dreams and believing in yourself that you could do it. And I think I've always believed that, like probably ran around at, you know, seven years old being like Hollywood, like is calling my name and always, you know, thinking that I would end up there. I never knew the way in which it would happen. I also didn't fully allow myself to focus just on this because I remember going to college and wanting to, you know, study acting and, you know, feeling like I grew up in a household where you have to have, you know, a major and something to fall back on. So I, you know, did marketing and did all the internships to make sure I'd have a career. But I always on the side made sure that I was like throwing little darts at my actual dreams, if you know what I mean. If it was to try to, you know, get into agencies when I was like literally not really doing anything in, you know, the entertainment industry or, you know, doing acting roles when I was living in Israel or just sending emails. Like if I look at my emails, it's like you guys want. Even like you, I'm represented by UTA now, right? It would be so embarrassing if they went into the archives and saw how many submissions of myself I had sent over the years. And I want to ask that Amanda, like, what were you sending? Like, of what did you think you were a model? Like, what were you when you were saying, "Hey, I'm Amanda. I want to be represented by you." What were you? And this is before my Instagram, obviously. Like, what was I trying to be? An actress, a model, like a oh, what? And it was so naive of me to think that you can send in a picture of yourself. Obviously, none of these pictures were professional. And somebody would just be like, wow, she's got it, you know. But I probably in some way believed my whole life that I did and sent, you know, so many like my emails, like literally I I signed up for IMDb Pro. I remember just to get agents emails and send them a representation, Amanda Hirsch. It's like, What were you trying to be represented for, bitch? Like you weren't even in this world. Like, but I'm just trying to tell you that I've always believed. So my my mom called me an octopus. Like my arms were always everywhere. If it was, you know, trying to write a book and sending book agents my pitches or while I was always working jobs and never saying, okay, I'm going to put everything into this because I kind of grew up in a house that wouldn't tell you sleep in your car until you make it. Or my mom was a single mom with three girls. She couldn't move with me, you know, a la, you know, Addison Rae or Britney Spears that, you know, the families kind of shifted their whole lives for their kids careers, which, by the way, I would throw in my mom's fucking face all the time. Like you could have, you know, made me Michelle Tanner. And I know some of this sounds so lame, right? Because so many people in this world want to be in this crazy fucking industry. And there are people that, like we said, sleep in cars, move across the country, like do all this shit. And it's wild and it's super competitive and it's super crazy. But I'm just saying in terms of what we're talking about manifesting, like how my whole life I've been trying to get in in this really Weird way in this way that was like, I'm gonna keep on doing what I need to do to make money and and make sure that I have something to fall back on. But I'm gonna keep on throwing darts and I'm gonna keep on trying in the weirdest of ways and in all the ways that seemed possible to me to get to where I wanna be. Um, with always, I'm not saying a hundred percent of belief in myself that it would happen, but with at least an, an inkling of belief in myself that, okay, but it'll happen one day. And even when I started my Instagram, you know, in two thousand. 16, it wasn't from a place of this will get me to where I want to be. I think it's just all part of the journey. It was like, I just saw Instagram as a place where you could like write stuff and people would relate to it and notice it and feel the same way that you do. And, uh, and, and I mean, it's just wild to think that where I am today, I would never think that I would get to through the journey that I was on. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I started a meme account where I would like Write funny things that I think I would end up here, but I think that at the end of the day, I just followed my heart and my gut and my intuition, and I persevered. You know, a lot of people start, for example, on Instagram, they're like, oh, "How'd you get you know followers? And how'd you get this?" And they buy followers to 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 to, to seem like they have more. So, get. More. I'm not saying all those things are wrong. I'm just saying you gotta do what feels right to you and what feels good to you and what satisfies you and fulfills you. So when I started, it was like really fun for me. Nobody even knew who I was. I was like writing memes. And then slowly I was like, wait, I want to like say hi. And then, you know, went on stories and then I was like, wait, I'm talking about celebs all day. Let me see if they care about this. And then did that. And holy shit, do we all fucking care about it? And I, by the way, wasn't making money or wasn't having any ad deals for since I think only when Noah was born was like my first ad deal. and was doing it for then four or five years without anything. Not to say that I never was like, wait a second, like nothing is happening on that front. Should I give up? But then at the same time, I was like, wait, no, this is fun for me, even if it's a hobby. And I still worked like two jobs at the time. Even if it's a hobby, then I'll keep doing my hobby. And you know what I always said, the line that I always said that I remember that I remembered this week, it was kind of like floating in my brain. Like I always said, again, when I was doing this for four or five years, spending so much time on it, having so much fun with it, obviously, I always said something will come of it at the end of the day. If it's not money, if it's not, you know, something is going good is can, is going to come from it. And I remember always believing that also is like, I'm putting my heart and soul into this. I love it so much. I think it shows that I love it so much and I'm not doing it for any kind of ulterior motive or you know, because I have to or creating content and like having to post it. No, I'm doing it because I love it. I love what I do. So I always believe that something I think I said, like, there's no way something good won't come of it as you guys know, who have been around for Couchgate. If you remember, I bought a really gross couch (laughs) and then I needed to return it. I needed something with a quick turnaround, something I can order, something that has a return policy, something that got great reviews and was recommended. And that was article. So now I have the article, Berard sectional, which I love. Article is amazing, especially I would say for like modern apartment living. They have fast, affordable shipping. Uh, they have fair prices. You can save over like 30 percent over traditional retail prices. They keep their prices so low because they don't have a store, no showrooms, no salespeople. That means no retail markups. Plus, they have such cute stuff aside from their couch that I have. I also have their Seno dining table. I have a rocking chair in Noah's room. I have my boucle bench that I'm obsessed with. Um, Article is just amazing. I'm sure so many of you have pieces at home, but now you could get $50 off. So Article is offering my listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim it, visit article.com slash not skinny and the discount will be automatically applied to checkout. That's article.com slash not skinny to get $50 off your purchase of a hundred dollars or more now that I'm a Lamanda, you know I gotta drink my green drinks, I gotta be even more organic than ever, healthier than ever, and bloom nutrition helps me to that, okay, but no honestly, listen, I get bloated just like everyone else and Bloom Nutrition helps with that. So you add it to your morning routine. Their greens and superfood powder blend fights bloating, helps digestion, increases natural energy, and keeps your skin glowing. It has in it 50 nutrients, whole fruits and veggies, fiber, probiotics, antioxidants, and more All-in-one, easy-to-drink formula makes it so freaking easy. You just mix it in with water or a smoothie to add to your daily routine, and it comes in four delicious flavors, coconut, mixed berry, citrus, and original. So this is such an awesome thing, you guys, because it's so hard to know, like, what, you know, vitamins to take, what supplements to take, like, what to add to your body that you need. And Bloom just makes it so easy. Their Greens and Superfood Power Blend is amazing. And they're offering my listeners 15% off your purchase of their greens and superfoods blend when you go to bloomnu.com slash not skinny. That's bloom, B-L-O-O-M-N-U.com slash not skinny for 15% off your purchase. Go to bloomnu.com slash not skinny for 15% off. Let's delve in to let's delve into the craziest with a K week of my fucking life. Um, okay. So let's back up and say that I did know about the Kim interview for, I will say, I think it was, okay. A lot of people think, okay. (laughs) I'm like, where do I start? So before I flew to Israel, which was in February, I was getting my nails done at the salon, probably posting to you guys. Like I hate how the gel colors are like a million discs. And you guys were probably there with me. Like, you know, feeling those feels. I'm going to get an email through my website. That's like, hi, we're from Hulu. And I think the title was like Kim Kardashian on Not Skinny Benefit Podcast. Like, would you be interested in having Kim on your podcast to promote the show and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, this is fucked up. I was like, the trolls have gone too far this time. You guys, that was how sad my first thought. I was like, I started looking up the woman's email, seeing if she works at Hulu, like doing all the shit. I was like, no, 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 the trolls really are trying to fuck with me now. And they're like taking it fucking too, too, too far. Look up the woman. I'm like, no, no, no. She actually works at Hulu at Disney. I realized like, wait, is this for fucking real? Would I like to have Kim Kardashian? Are you fucking kidding me? Could you imagine me at the nail salon by myself, like can't get up because I'm like getting a pedicure or whatever. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And, you know, another thing is like when I got that email, die, die, died. Obviously, a lot of people would, you know, transfer it to their team and have them answer like super professional. No, I always my thing is like I give the fucking respect and credit where it's due. Like my response was not professional. My response was, holy fucking shit. Are you kidding me? Would I like to? I'm dying to, you know, like what? And then literally the next day we flew to Israel and we started going back and forth on dates and how it happened. It was so important for me to be able to do it in person because I was like, listen, if I'm having Kim Kardashian on my podcast, like I am doing it in fucking person, like I'll go to the moon. But I literally went two months not thinking it would happen. Like I always leave also a doubt in my mind and I try not to get too excited because it's like things happen. You know, this industry is fickle you know, her schedule is crazy. Like, is it happening? Is it supposed to happen? Yes. Could it end up not happening? Also? Yes. Like I had to be mentally prepared for that. So by the way, that's also something that I always do. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do. I'm saying it works for me. Basically plan this trip to L.A. based on this interview. And by the way, when I really, you know, realized that this was happening, I almost wanted to, you know, tell Kim like or the team. But why does she need to do it? Like, she doesn't need me. I'm going to post about the show anyway. (laughs) Like you guys, that's literally what I thought. So of course that along with like believing in yourself and manifesting whatever, we're still like, what the fuck? Like, I don't deserve this. Like, why would she do my stupid podcast? Like, that's how I felt. Like, why me? Like, why does she need me? Like, she doesn't need me. I'm going to post about the show for free. Like, this is literally how I felt. Like, should I tell her like, hey, babe, you don't really need to do this. Like, (laughs) like, Anyway, so kept in mind that like, Amanda, it might not happen. Don't get too excited, whatever. But then planned a week trip to L.A. for just that, thinking I'll have the interview on Friday and the rest of the week I'll come with Noah and Husby and we'll chill and I'll, you know, meet some people and I'll do some things and um, we'll have a little time by the pool and whatever. A couple of days before my flight, I get a call from my agent which, like, by the way, when you get a call and it's not only a text, you're like, something good or bad. See, always got to leave that thing in your mind. Always got to be prepared for both. On this day, whatever it was, a few days before going to LA, I was like, so many of you, uh, De Young Men, were like, oh my God, you're going to the Kardashian premiere. And I'm like, oh my God, am I not going to the Kardashian premiere? All of a sudden, I got like a little, I know it's like, who do you think you are? But I was like, wait. I'm having Kim on my podcast literally the next day. How cool would it be to go to the premiere and like break the ice and like vibe a little like all of a sudden I was like, "Mm, I should be at this premiere. And I was like, shit, how do I get invited to the premiere? My my wheels start going in my brain like I need to go. I uh, text my producer and I'm like, oh, my God, I should be at the premiere. And she's like, oh, my God, should we like try? And I was like, let me. I was like, let me start like, you know, digging. So and by the way, we only knew there was a premiere because Kim had accidentally posted about it on our stories, like the invite or something. That's the only reason we even knew us sleuths that it was happening. So I text Tracy, who was on Kim's team, obviously. And I was like, when is the premiere again? Like trying to like hint in. And she's like, on the 7th. And I was like, okay, cool. I'll be in LA. It's so crazy. And she's like, yep. Um, and I'm like, oh, that didn't work. OK, mind you, I'm like telling yell, we're laughing about it. I'm like, Trace didn't get my hint, like whatever. And then I was like, hey, you know, it is what it is. Obviously, can't have it all. Two hours later, my agents call me again on the phone and they tell me about the Hulu opportunity, like not only to go to the premiere, but to fucking host the red carpet, interview the family and all that. I screamed so fucking loud. I was like, What? obviously the craziest fucking opportunity from thinking I'm going to interview Kim on Friday to having to interview the whole family on Thursday at the fucking premiere. I was fucking shocked and I couldn't stop thinking about how funny that like Tracy knew about it. And here I thought I was like being like, "Mm -hmm, maybe I'll come and like she knew she just, you know, didn't tell me yet. Anyway, I was like, I can't believe that this afternoon I thought about this idea to go Tried to like somehow start sleuthing around for an invite. And then two hours later, it's like, no, you're hosting the thing, bitch. Shocking moment, incredible moment. And, you know, my trip became a Kardashian week because I had, I arrived Tuesday, Wednesday, there was the Nobu event, which was like that experiential where every room was like different. Uh, there was like a Chloe room, a Courtney a room, a this room, or that room. And there were other influencers there and we didn't get that much info, but I assumed they would be there to meet them. And I was like going to be with the Kardashians Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So they didn't end up coming out. A lot of people were upset. I wasn't. I was like, I was two eight, one eight margaritas deep. And I was like, it's fine. I'm meeting them tomorrow, bitches. (laughs) But that's how I felt. I was like, listen, you go into these things so stressed, you know? So I was like, you know, that takes the edge off. Like I'm meeting them tomorrow tomorrow. So today I can chill and like throw back another 818 at Nobu Malibu. And then the next day was the fucking premiere, which was, you know, such an insane, insane moment. By the way, I wore I took a stylus for these three days because I was like, bitch, you don't want another Addison Rifo, But no, you need to listen At the end of the day. Even if you know how to shop for these types of things once you have a stylist that puts everything together, like with the shoes, with the accessories, it just feels different. It feels, you know, let professionals do the professional stuff and you can just show up. It also took so much off my shoulders because it's so funny. But when all these opportunities were coming up, my head wouldn't stop fucking spinning about what I'd wear. It's so stupid. And it's so superficial. But it's like, instead of thinking about what questions are you gonna ask? I was like, what am I gonna wear? But what am I gonna wear? Like, I couldn't stop fucking spinning. Your bitch went to Aritzia. I was like, let me just pick some shit up at Aritzia. And I thought I had it. I bought these slacks at Aritzia, bought this like, bodysuit and a blazer. And I was like, that's what I'll wear. And then it's like, no, bitch, it's Kim Kardashian. This is not like a fucking dinner with husband. Step it up. Like, no. So I'm so glad I did that. I'm so happy I did that because not only did I really like the way I ended up looking, but it also took so much off my shoulders that you would not imagine. Like, I can't tell you how much my brain was just 24 seven thinking about what I'll wear. Like, stop it. Like, let somebody else handle that. And once I agreed to the stylist, like close the deal with her, that's it. Like, I didn't have to pack anything with me clothes wise. And I just knew that somebody else was handling it. Spring is here, 7 p.m. sunsets are thing again, and there's no better time for a fashion refresh. Whether you're looking to add something to your closet, have spring events coming up, have weddings, whatever it is, or you're just feeling blah about your current wardrobe, I've got a solution for you. Let me introduce you to Newly, a monthly clothing rental subscription. Every Newly subscription includes your choice of any six styles you want to rent each month, you choose whatever you want for whatever you have going on. Totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from over 300 brands. Everything from party dresses to denim to one-of-a-kind vintage pieces. Newly stocked styles in a range of sizes from petite to plus sizes up to 5X. They have maternity as well. And they have labels like For Love and Lemons, Anthropology, Free People, and so, so much more. They also offer fast free shipping and returns. And professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. So no laundry for you to worry about. And the option to buy what you love at a discount, sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is already at a great value of $88 a month for the six styles, but right now you could get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code notskinny20. So you go to newly, N-U-U-L-Y.com. that's newly with two U's, and enter the code notskinny20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's newly.com, newly with two U's with code notskinny20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Let's talk about the premiere. The premiere I went with a black suit. Paul Smith, the designer I think. Felt really good about it at home. I think frontal camera I was like, mm, into it. And then got to the red carpet or black carpet. It was a hundred degrees. And I have like anxiety. And my anxiety really gets triggered by heat, like overheating, fainting, all that. I'm with a fucking black suit. Okay. I get to the like entrance. It's like craziness, like so many employees and like checking this and checking that. And and literally they're yelling, like, get the talent on the car, the talent on the carpet water like it's so hot. We need shade. We need fans. And all of this is just like triggering my anxiety. Like I'm about to faint. I even texted husband like might faint and die. Like it's 100 degrees. I'm in a black suit. And everyone's saying that the carpet is literally in the fucking sunshine. And people are like dehydrating. Like this was so I couldn't even, I was like, oh I got my God, I'm gonna die. get to the carpet. It's black. It's beautiful. I think I'm assuming Jeff Latham did it because it was like those kinds of flowers. And actually the girl that was supposed to film me for Hulu, I got there and I saw that she was kind of experiencing the anxiety I was having inside, like outside, like she wasn't feeling well. She was like a little dizzy. She like, we had to go sit down with her to get water. And I was like, girl, I feel you. Like, I know what you're feeling right now. And I understand you like, let's sit down and let's relax. And I think, cause I had to be a moment in the position of caring, which helps a lot sometimes, then I had to forget about my shit because my shit was still in my head. Like I wasn't actually overheated yet. I wasn't actually anyway, ended up being okay because, you know, the Kardashians didn't come until it chilled out weather wise a little bit because they're smart. And there was like the barricade of the carpet behind the barricade. Obviously there were like uh different uh press and um shit like that. But because I was with Hulu, they put me in front of the fucking barricade. Okay. And I obviously had questions uh, written out for the family, but everything kind of changes last minute. So as you guys know, Kendall wasn't at the carpet. Kylie wasn't at the carpet. And Chloe didn't really do the carpet. I know you guys saw she ended up coming to say hi to me, which was like the fucking sweetest thing ever. But um, I only asked Chris, Courtney, and Kim questions. And it's so funny because I had the questions prepared and then I would like see Chris. I would like blank on them and then like look at my phone, have it. Thank God I have like a photographic memory and then answer the questions. Somehow I was most scared of Chris because like I do have that like social media rapport with the other girls. So like, Not that I thought they would be as fucking sweet to me as they were, but like, I'm like, okay, they know who I am. We've spoken, like whatever. Chris, no, no, right? So I was just like, hi, Chris. But obviously also so nice. But I was probably the most scared of Chris. Uh, And then I saw Kim coming and I was literally shell-shocked because like we see her so much in photos and so much in, you know, videos and online, but you see her in person. You're like, is that a real person? Like she just looks like a doll. Like she's just like so perfect. Her outfit was insane. That metallic... Oh, Mugler. Mugler. Do I say it right? And her hair was just right. And I just really loved everything. Oh, let me back up. When I get there and I meet, you know, the Hulu team um, that's on site with me and everything, they sh- I see their- them looking at the guest list. And I was like, wait, let me see that. And I see Pete. And like this was before you guys knew or anybody knew that he was going to be there. Right. So imagine me like I'm there for a job, right? I'm there as Amanda doing the carpet, but it's like no, but I'm also Amanda from Instagram and I want to share this with you guys. This is crazy, but obviously couldn't at that point, but seeing that Pete was going to be there and I didn't know at that point if he's going to do the carpet or not, but I was like, <gasps> I thought it would just be at the Met Gala. And then I saw him, so when she walked in, he was he didn't do the carpet with her, which I totally understand because it's like Not that the Kardashian premiere isn't a huge thing, but they're going to save it for like a fucking, you know, bada bing, bada fucking bam. And I think he just came there to be supportive of her and not have the moment be about them. But in the screening, because we actually watched the premiere, I saw them a few rows in front of me and they were like looking into each other and like they're so fucking into each other. Like I cannot. Anyway, so then got to... Obviously, see Kim. I saw her coming up, and I was like, "Wow, she looks so fucking perfect." And that's the first thing I said: "You look amazing." Which, like, yes, I can't hear that clip of me saying that either. But she was like, "Commanda," and I, you guys saw the wrist grab. I know I'm a touchy feely person. What can I do? And she was just so sweet. She she said, "A lot of you guys didn't hear in the video and asked me what she said." Really quietly, she said, "I can't believe we haven't met in person," which is so sweet of her to say. And she was also saying how she's interested to know what I think about the episode and blah, 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 blah. And that was it was just really, really, really nice. And again, they put me in front like on the carpet. The only thing I was upset about, which like complain a little, is like my back was to the camera because I I didn't realize like this was kind of like my first red carpet thing. Um, and it's also not about me, right? I'm interviewing them, but like love the black suit from the front, but then had a really troubling experience to watch these interviews of me looking like a black blob from the back, just like a suit. I just looked like a square suit and my hair, we did like a sleek blowout, which I thought would look really good because the suit is more like masculine. But I think that. My hair was just hiding my face, and who's thinking about your own fucking hair or your own fucking face when you're interviewing the Kardashians? Um, But I think you live and you learn, and from now on, my hair will always be up. No, and I think a power suit is so cool, but I think that maybe a power suit from the back less cool. Do you know what I mean? But live and learn, live and learn. Anyway, then I see Court and Travis obviously coming in. My first thought was she looks amazing. No, she really looked amazing. Like I know a lot of people were hard on her, you know, Oscars look and then fair party look, even though her Grammys look was really good. But here I feel like she brought, brought, brought it. Like I felt like this was the look. Also seeing her up close. So beautiful, so natural. And again, came up, was like, "Commander," and gave me a hug and even started asking me about my trip. Like those are not in the interview clips, but she was just like, how's your trip to L.A.? And she complimented my hair, uh, like so sweet, so warm. Um, which I feel like is something we didn't know. Maybe Travis made her even warmer because wasn't there that episode about hugs where was it about Courtney? Yeah. Right. It's like they, that the family doesn't give hugs, but she was so fucking warm. And and then we see Chloe and Chloe comes over and is like, "Commanda, my sister hugs me, tells True, like, say, Commanda, True says, Commanda." tells True, like, ask where is Noah? True goes, where is Noah? I'm like, True, want to play with Noah? And she's like, no. And I was like, OK, thanks for ruining like a future play day. True. No problemo. Um, then then it was so funny. I don't know who the fuck I think I am. But I was like, Chloe, you're um, we're in the middle of an interview. And then she like cursed something really funny. But I understood that she wasn't doing, you know, interviews on the carpet. So I also didn't want to like impose on her. um And I'm assuming she wasn't doing interviews because she came with True. And then haters are gonna hate and fucking hate it on her with True on her hip, which is like, oh my god, literally a gazillion cameras there. A fucking kid. I thought it was so special that she was holding her, um, such a mama bear. And people are fucking stupid. And then when Courtney, you know, said bye, she was like, "We should do a day," and left. And I was like, "We should do a, a what now? <laughs> like what?" Anyway, crazy. And to be done with that part was. Just, just and feel like, you know, it went well, was exhilarating. And then I was free. I could go in, watch the premiere, go to the after party at the entrance of the premiere. There were there was popcorn and candy and shit. I think I'm the only one in Los Angeles like took a popcorn like I don't think people eat there. It's like you think I'm not going to fucking watch this movie with a fucking stuffing popcorn in my face. Excuse me. That's how we fucking do. Uh, No, honestly, you guys, the only one with popcorn, pretty sure we're all so busy and trying to take care of ourselves from careers, social life, health, and everything you have to stay on top of. One thing that deserves to be a priority is your sexual and reproductive health. And we also want that to be easier, right? That's where Simple Health comes in. Simple Health offers an easy solution to get your birth control prescribed online by real doctors delivered for free to your door in discreet packaging, of course, so you don't have to waste any time with appointments to get renewed prescriptions, wait in pharmacy lines, none of that. Simple Health offers over 100 different generic and name brand birth control options, including the pill, the patch, the ring, so you can find the right birth control for you. Most are free with insurance, but without insurance, the prices are super affordable, starting at 7 bucks a month. The process is done completely online and they even have a patient care team that partners with you for truly personalized care. Delivery is also free and they also send you automatic refills. So one less thing to worry about. Okay. So I know there's so many reasons to take birth control from preventing pregnancy to regulating your period or reducing acne. If you're already on birth control or looking to find the right one for you, Simple Health empowers you with easy access. Whether you're in a relationship or single, people take birth control for various reasons. So if you're interested, check out Simple Health to make it simple. Simple Health is offering our listeners $15 off the consultation fee so you can try their birth control delivery service for free. Go to SimpleHealth.com and use code NOTSCANNY to try it. I also got to meet so many people that I know. It's so weird how social media is because like, you feel like you know so many people. So, you know, I got to meet Tracy in real life and meet Jen Adkin and Sarah Howard with her jewel. And just so many people that you know, and are so sweet and so kind. And um, it was just, it was really incredible to get to, to meet a lot of people in real life. Cousin Cece, oh, Cousin Cece, I met her at the after party. I was like, Cece, I love you. She was like, not skinny, not fat. And then she tried to take me around and like, do PR for me. She was like, let's go. And she's like, do you guys follow not skinny, not fat? And I was just like, "CC, like, stop. She's like, let's go meet Scott. And I was like, OK. And then literally we're on the way to meet Scott. And like I got pulled by someone from the Hulu team to post something. But I was like, OK, even though maybe Scott would hate me. Oh, by the way, Scott sh- that showed up with fucking Rebecca Donaldson. Hello, Scott. Weren't you dating the two out to handle chick? The fact that he brought that chick on the red carpet really makes me feel like it was just his way to deal with the first episode that is obviously him being like jealous of Crevice and you know all that and I think he just wanted to be like I'm good I'm still dating you know 20-year-olds doesn't matter their name. Uh we'll get to that from the first episode but so watch the premiere you guys oh my fucking god. I mean by now I hope that most of you have seen it. The first episode is out on Hulu and Wow. I mean, watching in the theater is probably even more intense, but so cinematic, so dramatic, so amazing. And even though we know so many of those moments, like because obviously it happened in the public, even getting like a little like backdoor into like how it happened exactly and like reactions. And I think it was also like there were so many funny moments like Uh, one of my favorite moments is Chris imitating Kravis being like, she was like, they decide everything together. They're like ordering a dessert. And it's like, babe, what do you want? No, babe, what do you want? What do you, babe, what do you want? Like, I love that. You know, in the closet where Kim is talking to her lawyer and Chloe's telling her like, you have kids and you know, you have, you have kids to worry about. It's not about the money. And Kim is like, I have kids to worry about. and It's not about the money and "Mm closing. Just all these moments that remind us like why we fell in love with this family why we want to keep seeing them on our television screens because they're fucking entertaining and they fucking bring it and they care about everything that they do and you can really tell that especially with Kim you know even doing my podcast and caring about the different audiences and wanting to kind of give like a more natural sit-down interview and like I can't believe I was fucking picked to to do that like I think it's still unfathomable But anyway, the first episode was fucking amazing. Loved everything. Loved getting an inside peek into, you know, what happened with that, you know, second alleged second part of the sex tape that we even thought Kanye was fucking making it up when he was going on his rants and saying that he got the laptop or whatever. I was like, no way. Is there a second, you know, whatever sex tape? But I mean, not that we know that there is one, but now we know that from the first episode that there was uh, a threat to post it or or whatever by Ray J's manager and seeing Kim's reaction to that. And just all of it. Listen, the Scott thing, you guys, I'm not, I don't feel like bad for him. So please let's understand, you know, especially what Courtney said in her little tidbit. I love that they have the moments where they're talking to the camera and also the confessionals that are like more natural. When Courtney was like, listen, before you feel bad for him, You know, I gave him 10 years of my life and it's been seven years since he broke up. That's 17 years. Get the fuck over it. And I feel like it's just Scott's fucking storyline to whine about being jealous and whine about the fact that he thought that Courtney was, you know, the one for him. And now he, no, dude, you had your opportunity. You had your opportunity. Plus like Courtney's out of your age bracket. Don't you only date 20 year olds? I also even didn't like that part where he was saying like, oh, I could go to upper 20s. Like that really grossed me out. Like really grow the fuck up, grow the fuck up. I'm not into it. I'm not into the whining. I think that you made your bed and enough and not feeling bad for Scott. That's how I feel. That's how I feel today. You know, it could always flip. But anyway, the premiere was amazing. Dying to hear your thoughts on it. And then there was the after party, which is like, it's really crazy because it's like in your mind, you're like, how am I now going to mingle or whatever? Like, you know, I also have a little bit of social anxiety. Nobody likes to be, you know, by their, by themselves. I had my agent with me during the premiere, but then she, she left and was kind of like, okay, do your own thing. And I did, I did. It's just like, I, I feel like when I get thrown into those situations and I want to make the best of them, I will, you know, um, I got to see my friend Erin Foster that I love seeing her. Like I told you guys, <laughs> Sarah Howard wanted to vape with me. Jen Atkin is the sweetest human on earth. I'm trying to think who else I saw at the after party. I met a lot of people, but then I saw Kravis standing and talking and I was like, okay, I'm going to like just standing, not being exclusive or anything, not tonguing. And I came over and I was like, Court, I just want to tell you like how amazing the episode was. And she was like, come Like I said that I wanted to see you. And like, just so sweet. You guys I ended up standing with them for like a while, like just shooting the shit. Like Court was so again, just like open talking to me. Like a friend, literally, like sharing stuff with me about their Vegas wedding and about the show and about filming and about you know what she thought. And then I asked her if she is jelly that Kim uh, is on my podcast and because I was like, listen, I asked you to be. I like because I did ask Court if you guys remember when she went on Addison Ray's podcast. I was like, you need to do mine. And then. She was like, oh my God, should I blah, blah, blah. But I do understand that that's less of court's thing. She's less of like a sit down interview talker. But she did say, if you guys heard in the carpet, she said we should do a day together. And then she repeated that again at the after party to do kind of like that kind of vibe, like Benny Drama kind of did with her for Poosh. And I was like, okay, I'm down. No, I think, no, she's so fucking funny because you guys forget she's funny because I t- told her, I was like, oh my God, like you did with Addie. And she's like, yeah, we'll name it. Like Addie couldn't make it. Like Addie couldn't make it genius. Like she's genius. Anyway, she was really just so great. And I could see how, you know, she makes friends so quickly because she was really just real. And it also reminded me why I was such a huge stand of hers. Remember how I would just always say, like she's, you know, the realist. She, you know, dresses the most like we would and living her life. And she really proved that to me and how, really chill she was and, and in conversation and really just was so kind. Honestly, I have no words. And Travis too, he was talking to him about his uh, fear of flying. And he was he was asking me like where I live in New York and just so sweet and so conversational and, um, not self-involved and just, wow. I think the family really blew me away and they already had a fan for life in me, but forever going to be a fan oh no, you know, it was funny. Kim came over while I was talking to Kravis and she was like, hey guys, like, do you guys want to go to John and Vinny's? And, and Courtney was like, is there a vegan? And I was literally standing there, there like, doo, 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 could be invited. Doo, 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 doo. Will I be invited? Doo, 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 doo. Let me just stand, you know, those moments, like we've been in them in like high school when you're standing in a place where people are planning something, but you're not part of it. But that was a cute moment where Amanda thought in her head, like, could happen. We'll go. Okay, no? Okay. And then obviously we saw that, you know, Kim and Pete ended up posting that pic of them together from there. It was so sweet. Anyway, got home. Unreal. It's like after those moments, you kind of feel like Justin Bieber, who gets who describes getting off stage and like back to like kind of home and how weird that feeling is. And I got in the car. Husband came to pick me up and you just feel like, whoa, like you were just on this fucking high, high. And now you're in a car on the way home and you need to just kind of digest and you need to have a moment. But then for me, it was OK. And tomorrow's the big fucking interview. That's what I was here for. You know what I mean? And here it is. And it's kind of the last thing. And I had such a crazy week. But this is this is like this is it for me. Like this is my show, my podcast where I get to ask whatever I want. And it was so exciting. So that was the next day. And Arielle ended up coming with me, my sister Arielle, which was so exciting. And I'm so happy she was there. It was it was really special to have her there for her, for me. But I will tell you, so when we get to KKW headquarters, we go to the bathroom and Arielle's like, Amanda, can you believe like where you are? Like, can you believe it? Like, oh, my God, Amanda, can you? And I was like, Arielle, I love you, but not how I do things. And she's like, what do you mean? I was like, if that's what I thought and you know, when I was going into things like this, I wouldn't be able to do it. You know what I mean? I, the way I deal with it, and this is something that happens to me kind of naturally is like, I don't look left. I don't look right. I just do what I came to do and kind of forget the magnitude of importance of it and how, insane, like can't be like, I oh, mean, this is so insane, this is so insane, because then I'm I'm not going to do it. How am I going to sit down and interview Kim Kardashian if I think that like she's, you know, the queen of the world and I'm a peasant or, you know, uh, how the fuck am I even here? No, I have to think like I came to interview Kim Kardashian. How great. But here I am and I'm going to fucking do it. You know what I mean? I can't be like, oh, my God, I'm in this office. Like it, that's you got. And I think that that's the way that I am able to do like a lot of people were shocked that I was calm. Like I was calm. Like I wasn't masking it, which I know is shocking because your bitch ain't calm about anything. I didn't even like clog toilets before I always get like nervous (laughs) poops. I didn't. I, I think that it's like you, I think it's part of like confidence with a K is like I as much as it's crazy and, you know, as much as I said, like, I almost wanted to tell Kim, like, you don't have to do this. It's also like, no, but I was chosen to do this. And obviously there was a reason for it. And I think that I could do a great job. And I think that I know what we want to know, but I also know how much I respect them and how I wouldn't want to put her in situations, you know, just to get a salacious headline. So it felt really good. And honestly, she is so incredibly sweet to even give me this opportunity and was so by the way this didn't get into the podcast but when she came into the room after we said hello and hugged and everything I was like okay what side do you want to sit on like I'm sure you have a side and she was like I don't have a side and I was like hold the fuck up you don't have a side she's like I don't have a side and then she says you know I'm I'm pretty I'm symmetrical so it doesn't matter to me I'm like oh and she's like do you have a side I was like no bitch I'm symmetrical too Anyway, shocking, though, that Kim Kardashian doesn't have a side. But honestly, she was so chill. And I wish I could speak like her. I just feel like she speaks so eloquently. I don't even think she says like. I really want to learn how to speak like that. You know, like she doesn't say like. I just said like she doesn't say like. Do you understand? She just speaks so eloquently, so on point, you know, with so much respect to everyone she speaks about. I just love her. And I really enjoyed doing the interview. I'm really enjoying your responses to the interview. And, you know, so many people are like, you know, what's going to happen after this? I swear to God, that's another, you know, method of how I navigate things. Is like, I'm not thinking about that. I don't, I swear I don't care about how many followers it will get me or like what the next thing it will bring. Like, no, this was the big deal to me. The fact that I got to do this, like I want to soak in that. I want to enjoy this moment The day the podcast came out, even though the week had been crazy, I felt like this is the day. This is my show. Kim fucking Kardashian, the most famous woman in the world, gave me an exclusive interview. And I'm just so honored and I'll have it forever. And this is just the moment that I will cherish. And we did it. That's how I feel. So what's next? I don't know, but I just want to soak in that for a moment. And I want to soak in it together. So, thank you guys for listening. And I will always bring you along for all the rides because I do feel like it's us, you know, it's us together. I'm going to cry. Is that fucking weird? Anyway, I love you so much. And thank you for being there with me forever and for this week. And I'll um, see you next Tuesday. Okay, so I had to tell you guys about um the moment in the premiere where you know there was that Tristan scene where Chloe brings up the cheating and then he's like, you know, it's impass and then all of a sudden somebody yells liar, which like you guys know I fucking love that line and have it saved to my favorites to use like when I need. But the audience was all quiet, including me, because we were like, who's this weirdo who just yelled that? So nobody laughed and nobody reacted. Cut to a few days later, you know, articles coming out that it was Chloe. And I was like, that's not that wasn't Chloe. Like if it was Chloe, I would have fucking been like, oh, 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 I would have fucking like, you know, hollered. I would have, you know, but we didn't know. Nobody knew. So I asked Chloe if it was her. She said it was her. Um, which I fucking love. She's fucking savage. And, you know, I wish we knew, you know, I was talking to another friend who was there. Aaron Foster was there also at the premiere. And we were talking about it. We're like, did you know? And she was like, no. And I didn't know either. And it was just so, you know, it's a shame that we didn't assume it was Chloe because we would have given her that like, you know, the moment that she deserved. And like, Instead, we thought it was a random person in the audience, just like, you know, being random. So I mean, not random, but but we didn't know how to react because if it was a random person, then how does Chloe feel about it? If it was Chloe, we would have fucking freaked out like we would have had her back. We would have yelled. We would have laughed. We would have, you know, there would have been a moment, but we didn't. And I think I can speak on behalf of everybody, at least that wasn't in her row. Like we didn't know it was her which is a bummer. Uh, The other thing I will say, even though I did say it on my stories, is that it was so funny to see the rumors go around about like, oh, was Kylie not there? Like, did she, you know, Photoshop herself on the carpet? And like, I am, you know, not one to shy away from rumors. We love a rumor. We love to conspire. We love to spin. But I was like, this is how it gets started. Because like, I legit saw Kylie get there. Like, she didn't do the carpet, but she got there during the premiere. I remember I was sitting and then I see Walk um, down the aisle. She had like a leather train, and I was like, there she is. And she probably just took photos on the carpet that, you know, was up all night, obviously, later by herself. I think, if I had to guess, she is going through like some postpartum stuff, you know, based on the video that she posted saying she's not feeling her best. And probably that's, I'm assuming, the reason she also didn't feel like doing the carpet. The other thing that I'm getting asked about a ton, and I feel like it'll be such a letdown, is now that you're done with that fucking week, um, what's your, what was that crazy, you know, April Fool's joke you played on your family that Ariel was crying and my mom was fucking cursing me out. So I basically told them that, you know, the day or the second day after I got this, um, the Hulu opportunity, I told them that they took it away and I'm not doing it anymore. And I don't know why. And that was what I did. I don't know fucking why I have guts to do that shit. And I'm not, didn't think I was like jinxing shit, but I was like, you know, at least I'm just hurting myself and not other people, which I really don't want to do in April Fool. So that's what it was. Womp womp. But now also you guys know that during that fucking crazy week, there was another crazy thing. I filmed the first episode of my new show on E! News' YouTube channel. It's going to be called Cards Catch Up first episode is out now. So check it out. And every week we're going to be kind of not only recapping, you know, that week's episode of the Kardashians, but also just talking about all the fucking shit that goes down with them in their lives and their respective lives. And I have the cutest fucking co-host with the K. His name is Colt Paulson. He's like just a little, you know, candy cane. He's the cutest. So we filmed the first episode when I was there in LA and I'm going to be filming the rest uh, remotely because I don't live in LA as you guys know and that's it so I hope you watch and I hope you enjoy it because it's so much fun it's what I would do anyway so getting to do it with E and you know having it just all tied together and looking cute is really really fun and obviously huge opportunity for me so hashtag blessed hashtag grateful hashtag that's up